0: Welcome to TLDR. I'm your host, Hunter Guth, certified financial wizard.
1: And your co host, Jake Webster, professional helper and real estate guru. We talk with business owners, entrepreneurs on how to grow, lead, and triumph in all areas of life.
0: And of course, how to take that business of yours and make it outstanding. All right, welcome into another episode of TLDR. We are here on October 25th, I'm getting things ready for tomorrow's release of this episode. And we have a little bit of a different intro because in two weeks from now, starting November 5th of 2021, we are having the Alaska Startup Week, which is basically just a celebration of everything entrepreneurship here in Alaska. And it kicks off with the Alaska Startup Week on online. And then there's a whole series of events all the way through the 12th. Um, and so, you know, the theme of this year is. North to the future, startup, pivot and thrive. You know, as we're shifting out of COVID-19 and getting things going again, um, we're just gonna really take off and learn about entrepreneurship and how we can um, support our entrepreneurs and start our own businesses. Um, For TLDR, we are going to do a live podcast that week. The plan right now is to do it on our normal Tuesday. And I'm not sure the time just yet, but we will you know, get all the details finalized here and if soon and get that posted in our Facebook group. And uh, we will stream it live, at least through the Facebook group. And um, hopefully more places just gotta figure out all the details for that. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And then um, if you want to get involved with the um, Alaska Startup Week, you, know, you can Google it, um, or their website is going to be um, alaska.startupweek.co. And that'll get you all the information for that. We are finally back recording with Josh Zulo and his business partner, Cody Mori from Real Estate Professionals of Alaska. This originally was our episode one and our, uh, you know, pilot testing everything out episode. Um, and somehow that got re, um, re-recorded over, deleted, something like that. Um, so we, um, you know, have the pleasure of having them back finally. And so we'll jump in and uh, hear their story and um, hear all the things they have to say.
2: I need a notepad. You need a notepad?
1: You do? No. You want a notepad? No,
2: we we shouldn't. I shouldn't.
0: Do you want a piece of
2: paper? No, no, I shouldn't. (laughs) I shouldn't. (laughs) Trying to quit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are we trying to quit? Are you an (laughs) obsessive (laughs) note
2: taker? (laughs) I uh, I was interviewing somebody the other day, and... Yesterday and usually I do like handwritten notes during the interview and so I decided because I could never read my own handwriting later that I'm going to try typing them out this time oh. turns out I'm a very poor typist so I just littered with typos <laughs> and like run on sentences because I'm just looking them in the eyes and like typing away I can't type without looking at the keyboard
1: <laughs> so wait grammarly right so isn't wait, that the... wait
0: you tried to write because you can't read your own handwriting uh-huh. and then you tried to <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> this is a conundrum what is
0: Repack? What is Repack? Yeah.
3: So Repack uh, is Real Estate Professionals of Alaska. So once upon a time, <laughs> um, before I got my real estate license, a gentleman who actually used to work for Reed Moore, he sold me my house before I got my real estate license. So I was like 21, 22, bought my house <laughs> through him. Um, to make it really short and condensed, um, I ended up having to leave my job in the hospitality industry, which is all I've known since I was 15 years old, because I had two car accidents. Couldn't work. I was yeah. on disability. <laughs> um, Clinton actually calls me up one day, and he's like, hey, I'll, as a realtor now, I know. It's three years. We are VA, right? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are getting ready to move. <laughs> I was, in a, I was not in a good place. My ex-husband was deployed. Um, my son was like two months old, colic. All he did was cry. And then I had a seven-year-old. Oh and so gosh. I was miserable at home all by myself. And I was so happy to hear from him, which is totally different than I am today because someone calls me. and I'm like, okay, we can do this. <laughs> so anyway, he calls me and I gave him the sob story. I might have cried a little bit. And at the end of the conversation, he says, well, you should get your real estate license because when I bought my house... It was during the time where we had, like, flip phones. So there was yep. no DocuSign on the iPhone. So he would have to come into my work for me to sign documents. He's like, I've seen you work. I want you to come work with me. I'm all excited. I finally get my real estate license. And I worked with him as a buyer's agent for probably probably four or five months. And then we have a team meeting. And he says, so um, I'm going to be moving. And we're like, oh, okay. When, when is this going to happen? He's like, at the end of the week.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> like,
4: and this is how <laughs> yeah. this is
1: how long time frame from you getting your license to.
3: This is about five months after oh I received my, my license. I've maybe closed like three deals at this point. Solid. Yeah. Super legit. <laughs> I would uh, actually gotten a settlement from one of the car accidents, so I was like, "All oh, cool." I had money in the bank. I'm like, "I've always been a manager. I've always been a boss. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want somebody else." And I was like, "I'll buy your business from you." Whoa! Oh.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: don't don't sell it to so-and-so or this person who has I like all the that. money in the world like i'll just take it from you it's fine
1: life
0: favors the bold so i, I love it
3: that's that's huh. how we started
0: yeah
1: so very business-minded that's I, I don't think a lot of agents realize that you can do that and and see that the value of that the value for both you and the the agent that's moving that's that's pretty impressive not gonna lie
3: yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people don't realize that. In fact, some of the people that I coach were just working through that right now or they've realized that if they take really good na- notes and they maintain their uh contact management system, you're building a big building a book of business which you can then later sell.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Mm, that is very impressive.
0: As long as you take care of your clients and have a good reputation, right? This is true. <laughs> but
1: viewing like, it viewing it more of a business. That's yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and an opportunity. I mean, that if I were in those shoes, my personality style would not be the person who would offer to buy the business. I'd be like, well, that was fun. That <laughs> was cool six months. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> now you've been in it. Now you know how to do those things. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> well, that, yeah, I, I mean, let's talk about that a little bit more, how you guys work together, because it's, from what I've seen, you guys are very complimentary. Strengths, weaknesses, the way that you guys play off each other how does that how does that work i want to because we got you one-on-one sure now we have now we have cody's perspective so <laughs> how does that work out you guys day to day um
2: it's a good question so i think i think part of it is um part of it was the interview process that we did um when i was hired cody stuck to uh, it's a keller williams model it's called career visioning it's long i started interviewing with her uh two weeks before I even left Pennsylvania to move to Alaska. Um, And then I interviewed for an additional three weeks after getting to Alaska. So um, one, that took a lot of patience on my part, which was difficult. And it took a lot of patience on her part because she was in a place in her business where she needed administrative support, which is what I had applied for. Um, And she committed to the, the, the model and the system that was proven to work. So by going through that whole process over that big, Chunk of time and uh, what's the what's the phrase um, s- slow to hire, quick to fire. Um, take the time to figure out who you're you're getting in business with to make sure they're an actual good fit. Um, I think that made a huge, huge impact. And then the second piece was as a leader, Cody's extremely good at. Um, setting expectations, uh, meeting you where you are. Um, I was a pizza guy before I was in real estate. Well, she was also she was also in pizza before real estate. So we've got to, we got to, we're both very experienced in, in pizza.
3: And moving forward, it's a requirement that you have experience in the pizza industry in order to join our. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: you need to have at least at least cut a pie at one time. And <laughs> you know, but uh, but no, uh, honestly, I think the I think the. The result that you're seeing today of our working relationship is solely um, based off of the expectations and the time that she put into me in the beginning. Um, They say humans are like, as as a business owner, people are your biggest investment, your biggest resource. um, So you treat them as such. So she gave me six, eight, maybe 10 months of like literally sitting next to me and holding my hand through a bunch of crap that I could probably do in my sleep now. And I know that was painful for her and she did it. And that gave me what I needed to, to become the person that I am and then to have this business relationship be the, the thing that it is. Um, also, we just have pretty complimentary uh, personality styles.
1: So I'm, the relationship now is a true partnership. You guys share profit and responsibility in the business. But that title was one of those ways that she invested in you, right? Remember you telling me about that? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, uh man, d- day 2 after signing my uh my little job letter, 15 bucks an hour, part-time hours, like I, I was I was literally like stuffing envelopes and like mailing stuff out. Like that was that was my job. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, I, I wouldn't and his for
3: his first day, he shows up and I go out to my car and I pull out an iMac, right? And it's still in the box. Like I I procrastinated and I bought it that morning. I got to Best Buy when they first opened and I, I buy this computer, it's in the back of my car, and I'm like, come hither. <laughs> I have something for you. And I'm like, figure out how to set this up. And he's like, Okay. And and then I, I gave him a box. Do you remember this? Yeah. I give him a box. I was like, here's a box of a lot of things. Just figure it out. And he's like,
4: God.
2: <laughs> autonomy this is horrifying <laughs> um but with that it, it must have been the second day or something we were probably like downloading we, we used to meet every week to talk about how my progress was going and like how i was feeling we'd meet at garcia's an eagle river we'd have some tacos maybe a beer or whatever and she had introduced me to a friend and she said this is my business partner josh and i was like dude you just hired me yesterday what Incarnation? <laughs> um but man what a powerful thing to to what a powerful gift to give somebody and what an impact that has on somebody psychologically. I mean, you you grow into it. You can you can change someone's entire life's trajectory just by treating them a
1: certain way. Yeah. Um, Which, so thanks. thanks. <laughs> so
2: thanks. <laughs> yeah. Don't mention
4: it.
1: <laughs> Which that that benefits you as well, right? Presenting a unified front and and this togetherness, and then also the because I I started out on a team as an admin, and I was given the box, but I was also I think the follow-up didn't look the same. And then the, there was a lot of micromanagement. There was a lot of, if I messed up, it was the end of the world. So how did you, because you give him a box and then and then what?
3: And then what? Well, I guess it depends on what's in the box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, just for th- that example, like what did you do to follow up and make sure it happened? What level of expectation did you put on him? Because that, that's, there's something there.
3: Well, just like he described, you know, when we were going through the process, not only did I ask him questions like, hey, what do I have to do to win with you? I also told him what he needed to do with to win with me. Mm -hmm. And here's how I operate. Here's what here's the way that I like to be communicated with. Here's how I don't like to be communicated with. And so what in the beginning started out, it was just kind of a recap at the end of the day. I tried this. It didn't work. I did this. Is this okay? I was going to send this email, but would you look at it first? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I think over time, you know, just like he mentioned, like he came from delivering pizzas. So like sitting at a computer and writing emails while he's like fully buttoned up with a tie trying to hide his tattoos, <laughs> um, completely foreign to him. And by just saying, okay, this is great. And let's change this. Or have you considered this? It was never, and, and, I, and I feel like I've always done a good job with this as a leader or even as a parent in saying like helping them self discover, well, what do you think about this?
4: Mm-hmm. How do
3: you think the person that's reading this is going to respond? What do you think this is going to What do you think that they're going to think when they read this? And he would say, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to send it,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> send, yeah. right?"
3: Um, and I think it just developed over time. After six months, it was it was about building up his confidence, and then he would get to the point, and he would be like, two days later, boss, like maybe I shouldn't have sent that email because they didn't respond to me." <laughs> 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 um, it, it really, and as he described too, just those weekly meetings. How, what's going well? what's not going well? what do you need the most help with? What did you learn this week? what is your big project for the next
2: mm. week?
4: Mm.
2: there's there's a huge difference between um, getting hired on it and, and specifically in this administrative <laughs> capacity because it's it's what we're talking about getting hired on and being told what to do, how to do it is cool, right That's fine um, that that ends up putting you in like this.
3: You're back in the box. Uh, yeah,
2: exactly right. Exactly right. Nobody wants to be in the box. So mm. when you have a when you have a partner or a leader or someone who is responsible for you that teaches you how to think and how to think critically and how to do the things and and instructs you on how to use the tools in your toolbox rather than just how to get the job done, um, that's that's what helps grow you and and it's it's super powerful stuff. Yeah, awesome. you got to have
0: that autonomy, but also clear communication. There sounds
2: like she also Critical. let me made, make some pretty awful we had a uh <laughs> we had a nice little um like it looks like a, a bad 90s prom picture like on the hand sanitizer cart at cars for like six months perfect because like i was totally suckered into that like early in my career they're like you're gonna get so much business from this i'm like cody i'm making we an executive decision <laughs> i'm spending a thousand dollars of your money per month to get that <laughs> and that was a that was a big mistake. But and
3: I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call it a mistake. I think it's a learning lesson. There correct. are so many times whether it's been with um, agents on our team or admin or even um, third party vendors that we work with that he's told this story. Yes, he did say bus. We're gonna like we're gonna do this and we're gonna make so much money. I knew better. Like I totally knew. But I also, because I spent so much time with him in the beginning before I gave him an offer letter, I knew that it didn't matter. I could show him charts, graphs, (laughs) studies, statistics on how it wouldn't work, and he was still convinced that it would. So what did I do? I wrote a check for however many thousand dollars just to teach him that lesson. Do
4: you think
1: he's of your money?
3: Yes. Do you think he's ever asked to put our picture or our logo on any other (laughs) type of advertising (laughs) absolutely not so that was an investment i mean if i'm being selfish i never have to hear him talk about like hey he doesn't try to talk me into that anymore
2: my mom was so proud when she saw
1: that picture (laughs) that is huge that i i feel like i've heard more stories of of that happening and people being concerned about well you you messed up on the address i had to pay for that stamp sure let a thousand dollars of your own money to give to someone
3: it was a gift
1: yeah. to this guy a gift. right But I mean, what, came like back, you saw, I mean. yeah, that's, but you have to be future-minded and you have to have that's
4: a little bit open. That's why we play
2: chess, not checkers. That's
4: mm. right.
1: And
2: that's mm. why you align yourself with people and know how to work with them. So like that wouldn't have worked if my personality style was different and I would have pissed that away and then did it again and did it right. again, right? But right. she knew because of the time she spent, she knew what I required to learn that lesson and she was able to make that investment, whether investment being time, money, whatever that looks like, energy, she was able to make that investment and confidently know that that's what needed to happen if if I were to grow and then in turn grow her her business. Mm. Which you
0: are definitely an investment in both, or all
2: three of those, I should say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes, Yes, I am. (laughs)
2: Patience. uh, Money and patience.
3: Money and
0: patience, yeah.
1: You're welcome. So did you learn that prior to real estate? How did you... Because I mean... I, I keep harping on this because you guys the, the biggest thing I've seen in knowing you guys is the partnership and How that started out and I think it's super unique and I think it's even more unique in in the real estate industry To see someone have that business mindset To to not hold on to things so tightly to believe in someone To hire character first rather than skill mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. How, how What gave you that clarity? What, what pointed you in that direction?
3: As we're going to really have to think back to that one. Um, so even, I, I would say from the time that I was 16, I was in management positions in the restaurant industry. And it took me a couple of years to realize just even something so simple as that everybody learns differently, right? This mm. is before YouTube and before you could do anything more than put in a VHS on the big black box mm. in the break room so that they could watch an orientation video. Oh, God. Um, but I we think should we'll
2: make some of those, by the way. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> right, Real estate right, right. orientation.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but they will only be on VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only VHS. <laughs> Exclusivity, right? Um, you know, so we. I had people that worked really well um, by reading directions. I had people that worked really well. They could watch me do it or watch somebody else on the staff do it. And then I had other people that worked really well Okay, we're going to make some pizza dough. Um, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to just – I'm going to be here with you. Like, we're not going to touch shoulders, but we <laughs> are going to be shoulder to shoulder. Mm. And it just kind of naturally came to me where I could spend a little bit of time with that person that, like, I've just brought you on. Like, okay, I've got your social security card, filled all your paperwork. Like, let's go in the back, and let's get cracking. Um i could tell is this a person that just wants to read it and do it on their own is this a person that just wants to watch me and then we do it together or do they just want to do it together with me mm-hmm. and and also through the tools that keller williams provides right like going through career visioning it there's a script for everything and if you follow it you're going to learn all that you need to know mm. about that person but it stemmed early on when i was younger and i was training and, and managing people in the restaurant business and so it's like just like you said he's a shoulder to shoulder person. Like I figured that out probably the second time I was on the phone after the email.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I I had no clue. I, my promise to myself was that I wasn't, I was going to move to Alaska from Pennsylvania and I wasn't going to work in food service. There's nothing wrong with it. I love the food service industry, but I was ready for my, my first white collar job, right? (laughs) So I'm emailing with, uh, with Cody Maury over here, right? I have no idea who she is. Uh, at all i just saw the the job ad and i and i applied and all my emails were labeled um mr mori thank you so much for your time. <laughs> how, how would i know i don't know and so uh finally we have our first phone interview and we get through the whole thing and i'm sweating the whole time and at the end she's like all right is there anything else that you know we should talk about that we didn't yet and i was like well i need to apologize i've referred to you as mr mori like seven times in the last <laughs> two weeks and i'm sorry um yeah, I think that probably clued you and in on a lot. And she never of that called you out on it. Well, it was interesting. What she said to me was, uh, it was like 70, 70 or eighty other applicants. I don't remember. Eighty-nine. There you have it. Um, and she said it happened. Uh, more often than not, and nobody took the time to correct themselves or to apologize, which is like I don't know if that's a big deal or not, but I think
3: I, I, I think it is. If you can own up to your mistakes and and uh, be accountable for them, I mean that's that's a very low form. It's nothing that's going to change the world by any means, but he had never met me. He was obviously uncomfortable. You could tell by like the stuttering in his voice that he was trying to cover <laughs> up when we're talking on the phone, right? Mm. Um, but he was, and he was still able to do that. And I I thought, gosh, if he can do that at this juncture. He doesn't even he doesn't even know what job he's applying for. He doesn't even know how much money I'm going to pay him. I kid you not. Um, And he can do that now. What he's going to do big things later Mm -hmm. if he chooses
4: to.
1: Mm. Being able to see those building blocks too, because I think that ownership piece is a building block of things that that will change the world Mm. for sure. That's crazy. So how like Keller Williams was a was a helpful piece in this, but to people that don't have access to that type of training, what what else have you done? or, or uh, absorbed to, to grow in that area, that leadership?
3: Keller Williams has been a huge part. Um, outside of that, I would say, and it doesn't matter what brokerage you're with, and it doesn't matter real estate or not, is to find somebody that you can align yourself with that is doing what you want to do when you mm. grow
1: up. <laughs> I like that.
3: And, and, like I said- When do you grow up? <laughs> it's really hard to say at this point. <laughs> um
2: well that's fascinating like that's a fascinating perspective too because like we we talk about what do we want to be when we grow up and and that was a great question because i don't think it really matters when you grow up and i don't think you need to align yourself with someone who's older than you in age it doesn't really matter if i see someone who's 10 years younger than me but they're doing what i want to do like that's like that person's going to become my mentor whether they know it or not even Mm. if it's just absorbing what they put on social media i I, I don't know but i'm going to be intentional about about taking those lessons Mm. and then i think as 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 a leader if that's the route you're going you have to be willing to um everybody knows the drawing right the leaders in the front of the pack pulling the wagon or whatever and then the boss is on the wagon and like you know we are screaming and waving yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so i think what cody showed me very early on going from pizza to 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 desk jockeying for a little while there (laughs) um she always did the hard thing, right? Like, and if I couldn't do something in my job because I wasn't confident, comfortable, or like, it it just wasn't in the cards for that day, she would just do it and like, show me how it was done and show me how it was not a scary thing or a bad thing. Or like, she, she leads, um, she leads uh, side by side with the people that's around her. And I think as a leader, that's, that's one of the lessons that I took. And that's, I think something that's it's stressed a lot in the Keller Williams teachings, but at the same time, that's just that's just regular old leadership skills,
1: I right? Yeah. right.
3: Well, and I think teaching and absorbing that and implementing those things are two different things, mm. because we read a lot of books about it, we go to a lot of classes, we go to seminars, we go to coaching calls, and we hear that. And how many of us actually are intentional about implementing it? it sounds good, and it looks good on paper, mm. and it's also it's kind of hard.
4: Mm-hmm. It's super mm. hard.
3: It, 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 even with Josh, like, I want him to be successful when he first, when he first started with me. Um, we have two completely different personality types, which, looking at it now, that's why we work so well together. And I'm not going to lie. It was really, really painful sitting with him shoulder to shoulder <laughs> and, like, explaining every little
4: detail. Mm.
3: But I did it because I knew that's what he needed. And I'm like, okay, if I can get through six months of this, he is going to rule the world. And it's going to mm. be great. Mm-hmm. All right now, deep breathing. Deep
2: breathing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's, it's it's so funny now, like looking back at that and knowing her at the level I do now compared to then, and knowing like exactly how painful that was.
1: <laughs> sounds like she did a pretty good job of, of showing you grace and being yeah. gentle.
2: <laughs> yeah. yes, I think I Sometimes did too. Sometimes, <laughs> most of the time, most yeah. of the time. Um, well, and it's also it's it's interesting too. So like I have a pretty unique uh, seat at this particular table when it comes to us in our business um being that i came in after she had already like established herself as the leader of repack um i have the direct experience of receiving that style of her leadership uh for my personality and i've been able to watch her change her way of delivering leadership to the various people that have been on our team yeah. and that's fascinating because we've had some very unique personality styles and it's fascinating to watch somebody be able to um course correct the way that she does things to be able to support that person in the way they need supported.
0: Um, Which is awesome. That's actually not a, that's not an easy skill to have.
2: No, I think it's, uh, yeah. I think that's a sign of a sociopath, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen,
4: don't tell everybody. Let them find out for themselves.
2: Um, no, but it, it, it is fascinating. I think that's a facet of leadership. That's, it can, it can be taught and it needs to be like practiced and honed over years. You said you started managing when you were 16. I mean, that's,
1: you, Let's not say how long that's ago that <laughs> was. <Okay. laughs> uh, and it probably wasn't so pretty at the beginning.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you probably, like, had to learn the hard way on a lot of that stuff. I,
3: I did. Um, Especially
2: managing it at the age of 16. like.
3: Yes. Um, I, I mean, I remember times I, I have a very direct blunt to the point um person. I can tell where style. you're going and
1: transparency is really helpful. <laughs>
4: Just so you know.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know and looking back on it, you know, even like the first two or three years into management, there were times in, and I didn't do this intentionally. It was not my intent to tell somebody that they were doing a terrible job and they didn't listen to what I said to the point where they're like crying and running out the front door. I'm not even kidding. Hmm. And like at the end of the night, I would sit back and reflect like, wow, that I would feel really bad. Like if the situation was reversed, um, maybe I should learn how to not treat people this way. And it, I wasn't doing it to be ugly. Yeah. That was right. not it. I right. was just like, I had a very short temper and also I was young too. Um, short temper. Um, I've told you this three times. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: And, and now, you
3: know, you fast forward and, and here I am like running a real estate business and, and I'll have the same person sit at the table. I'm like, for the 15th time, except I don't say for the 15th time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. And I can have a calm and cool and collected conversation with this person. Mm. And so when you when you ask the question, like, where did this um, where did the style of leadership come from? It really just came from trial and error and finding out what worked for me and how to approach people and how to work with people. Because mm. I was, when I when I learned how to kind of like mirror and match their working style or how they emotionally received things, I was rewarded because those are the people that stayed with me. Those mm. are the people when everybody, you know, had to leave and we had a party of 20 people come in. Those are the people that were in the kitchen with me cooking mm. so that we could feed them and when everybody else would go home. Right. And I want the people that are going to stay in the kitchen and cook with me.
1: Mm. That seems like a pretty... I'm going to say old fashioned, but it's not derogatory. I think that we need more of that in (laughs) business because we don't, I think businesses are built. It seems like there's, there's just a, uh, I don't know, a settling that there's going to be high turnover. So you don't necessarily need to learn the emotional intelligent pieces, how to work with people's personalities. Just like do what I need you to do or you're going to get out.
2: Yeah. Which is fascinating to me because I think um, I, I don't, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to run a business. I think whatever your business model is and whatever your values are are how you should be running your business, right? And at the end of the day, everybody's metric for success in business is gonna be different. Some people's, it's the bottom line. If their bottom line hits some certain percentage of profit, like that is a successful business in their mind. mind. And and as business owners, good for you. And if high turnover is how you achieve that, then who am I to say that your business isn't successful? Um, or, or who am I to say that that's the wrong way to do it? Because really, like, uh, our profit margin isn't isn't as good as some of those companies. So if we stack those metrics against each other, maybe ours isn't successful and theirs is. Mm. Now, what we do have is incredible retention and we have an incredible culture. Now, if that's how we define our success, who cares what our bottom line looks like, right? Someone else may look and say, you guys aren't successful. And we say, we, we kind of really are. We're killing it. Mm. Um, and that's a hard thing about business is, like, it's tough what what is right what's wrong I, I, I don't know it just depends on what your core values are and that's and that's how you align in your community um in your in your your business internally um and it's tough and people choose to either interact with that and and fuel your business whether that be through revenue or whatever whatever if it's sales if it's if it's real estate and helping clients if it's a service right um, they either choose to work with you because they align with whatever your value is even if it yeah. is high turnover I mean uh, I'd be Does speaking. anybody
0: liked high turnover
2: <laughs> I don't know about this argument there are kidding. some people yeah. that
3: they don't they don't care In fact, yeah. I'm talking
2: about like as a, a customer's perspective who cares yeah. Walmart do you know the cashier that you go to mm. no
4: That's do you know right.
3: the guy that delivers your pizzas <laughs> mm. probably not.
4: It, this guy d- right here no, and kidding.
2: does it matter? <laughs> but that's the thing does it does yeah. it if you have a favorite pizza place does it matter if it's a different guy delivering it every day probably not i don't know if you love their pizza and you guys do pizza fridays like yeah I, do you see what i mean like yeah that's fair um, you're but, not going to call but the I pizza do...
3: place and say is joe working will joe deliver my pizza <laughs> yeah. Most no people won't. joe's yeah. not working never mind i don't want to order you're still going to order the pizza
1: yeah right not necessarily the person but i do care about getting my order done correctly and being taught, like treated politely sure. with good customer service, and I think you guys just hit on a really good point: is that metrics sometimes doesn't align with the goal. Yeah. Sure, because I I felt really jaded when I've seen, especially in in certain parts of the country, where that that level of customer service or ethics is not as high. And I I used to think it was just because there was terrible people out there running businesses that were selfish and self centered and didn't care about people, but I think it's I think there's more people that have a really great heart that just are following a metric that doesn't align with their heart, their sure. goal for the company. And that's sure. really interesting. That's really that's a good point, Josh. There yeah.
2: are there are seminars that you can do and there are people who facilitate these things for many dollars about getting in alignment with your mission, vision and values. It, it is yeah. so much more than whatever you just scribble on a piece of paper when you've had a couple cocktails and you're like I'm going to start a business and this is what we're going to be about. <laughs> mm-hmm, like. mm-hmm. Um,
1: and as long as I stay in business, I'm doing a good job. Sure.
2: Yeah. Right.
3: And as long like, as the checks aren't bouncing.
4: Right. right. Yeah. And,
2: and we, we've been working on our, uh, we have a mission statement and, and I stand by it. Um, and we've been working on our mission, vision, and values because it's an ever evolving thing in my opinion. Um, yeah. 100%. percent have been working on that for how? Three years? Four cool. years? And, and <laughs> I, th- I think it,
3: it goes, it starts off. Okay. So when I first took over the real estate team, um, the person that I was mentoring with at the time was like, hey, I love you, but that's a really terrible idea. And I was like, I know, <laughs> but I want to do it anyway. And they're like, oh, you know, anybody else that I came into contact with, because I'm like, my, I'm still wet behind the ears. Like I haven't even had my license for an entire year. In, in, anyway, um, <laughs> at that point, what do you want to do? I just want to make enough money to pay my bills and have enough time to go to my kid's soccer game and have enough time to coach her soccer team. And, like, maybe if I, you know, want to go camping on the weekend, I don't have to work three days, three 15-hour shifts in a row in order to take two days. That's what I wanted.
4: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. That's not
3: what I want anymore. What I want to do now is, like, is to empower people, to help them grow, to train them into leaders. I mean, Josh just recently left the assistant CEO position for the largest real estate company in the state of Alaska. Mm. That's what I want. Not, Not that that was necessarily what I wanted for him when I hired him. I wanted him to be better than he was when he walked into my office door. And so when that transition happened, when he first left like the daily operations of the team and went into that, I can tell you how many phone calls I got because there was a misunderstanding about that situation. And I had to tell everybody, I told leadership to talk to Josh. Mm. I put his name in the hat. What are you going to do without him? Well, I managed without him before. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Um, But to me, that's a testament. Like, that's what I want to do. I want people to be better. And I because, yes, Josh is going to get better. But people in Josh's life are going to be better. Like, he's the vehicle for, like, this huge amount of people that he he influences. Mm -hmm. Whether it's people in his band, um, your family. I've heard conversations that you've had with your family that I know that you would have never, ever had for sure. And like that makes my heart happy. That's why I do what I do. And I wouldn't it be great to be rich? Yes, that would be fantastic. But you know what? I can pay my bills. Can pay his salary. I have time and money to go mm. on vacation. I can go to the kids soccer games. I'm happy. Mm. And I think he's happy.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> it's such a powerful thing. Um it's the integrity. It's being in alignment. It's it's how you measure success and yeah, yeah, our profit margin it's may not be the best, but happy but you're growing and it's
1: and it's continuing to grow it just may not be at the pace that some of the other three other businesses are yeah it's so
2: important to be to be clear on what you're going for because it's so easy especially in real estate and i'm sure many other businesses i'm sure yours is very similar where like you look at somebody else's business and you see what they want you to see about their success you don't know what happens behind closed doors you don't know what the the you know what's going on internally but it's so easy to stack yourself up against other people in this business
1: and feel lesser
2: when in reality like if you look at what you've got and look at what you want like yeah we're
1: we're cool like I don't know. Well, I I think about the long term just in what I've seen from you guys. You, what you guys are doing, it's like the tortoise and the hare. You mm-hmm. guys are gonna get gonna get there. It's just not yeah. going to be as quick, but the retention of both employees and I'm sure customers because of how you're running the business. <laughs> You we know, you're getting repeat customers.
2: Like the third time in the last, like, four years four. for That's one client. Especially in this yeah.
1: industry when you run a business like that, yeah. the retention is how you build that market share over time. True. And that, that is huge.
3: I think, think about it as, like, build, building a foundation. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can build, like, even a foundation of a building, the foundation of a house. And Josh and I are just choosing to build it by hand and Oh, that's nice. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> that, uh. just Can I say one more thing and then I'll show up? <laughs> I just want to call this out for Cody to say that she believes in someone and to actually do it. It costs you something. So when the rubber meets the road, if you actually care about people, it's going to cost you something.
3: Whether it's time, money, effort, energy. Right. Right. I mean, going back to kind of what Josh said, you know, you you see everybody's stories on social media. They see you see what they want you to see. Um, they don't always talk about the blood, the sweat, and the tears and the heartache, unless, in my opinion, they feel like it might favor them. Right. Um, we have plenty of stories. I mean, honestly, there there was a time or two where I couldn't sign his paycheck because there wasn't money in the bank. He could have just said. F this! Like, mm. what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did he do, boss? I'm not taking a paycheck this week. Um, can I borrow 50 bucks so that I can get groceries? And I'm like, on my way home, like, oh my god, This is really <laughs> what's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily that that was that was just that time, right? You know? Um, but that that speaks volumes. Who el- who else is going to stay? Mm. The person, and that's not why I invested in him, but it just shows how valuable that investment was to him. Right, even though yeah. he's like basically working for free
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> he still came to work at the same time wearing like he's dressed the way that he should be dressed and he has a smile on his face and you would never know
1: mm. yeah you don't continue investing in josh if he takes that for granted right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good point
4: yeah
0: yeah Let's go. Let's go to the question.
1: The question? Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> so, it's not that big a deal. It's not like that big of a deal. I don't like yeah. how this was this I, this I, postured. I don't
4: know. I honestly don't think... No?
1: I don't think that we need to ask the question per the, se because you've been so transparent. But it's yeah. it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. I like to harp on the ugly just because I don't think in in the professional space, the business space, that we talk about our failures as much as our successes. Yeah. And I think we can learn a lot more from our failures. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So maybe as far as your partnership... What is a failure you guys walk through? You guys have already talked about a few. But something that, that maybe you really had to wrestle through yourself with dealing with, with Josh at some point in this partnership. <laughs> and vice versa. I'd like to hear Josh's. Because I'm sure it's been hard working with Cody, too.
2: <laughs> That's interesting. I need a moment. I'm thinking the same thing.
1: Yeah. That, I,
3: you know, I, I can honestly tell you. What, it's been five years
2: uh november 2016
4: yeah to the day right
3: almost yeah it's 2016 um i was actually just talking to somebody about this about a week and a half ago there we've never fought about anything there was one time that he got like visibly upset (laughs) but it didn't he didn't he didn't communicate it, like, but I could just tell that he was upset, and I just assumed that it was at me because there was nobody else in the office. There wasn't anybody else in the entire building, <laughs> um, but I feel like he used some of the skills and kind of mulled through it and, like, maybe either decided it wasn't worth bringing up or it wasn't worth being upset about, um, so – I think that's a really valuable relationship to have with somebody. And he's not only our business partners, but he's my best friend. Like, he knows (laughs) I remember years ago, he's like, hey, uh, just so you know, I filed for the kids' PFDs. And I'm like, I don't remember giving you my children's Social Security number, but I'm that's
2: cool. (laughs) There's much trust there. Oh, yeah. I think think, um, the challenges we've faced in our partnership have not necessarily been challenges with each other, but more challenges in our business. And I think when you have a partnership as, as strong as ours and one that's that is transparent and full of trust, mm-hmm. um, you're able to tackle the problems of your business. Your business is a third party. We, we say it all the time. Like um, our business has a seat at our table. So like, yes, Cody and I own it. And Repack has its own separate seat. Right. We are the yeah. owners, but we are not the business. And so when things mm-hmm. go haywire and Repack, she and I have the foundation of able to figure it out. Like together whatever that is so I, I wish i had some like juicy fight story but like
1: no that's <laughs> helpful it doesn't have to be a fight just something in that dynamic like the the growing pains that, that was really helpful i
3: think we we have the distinct ability to be able to look at it and say i don't know we were reviewing the P L the other <sighs> day
2: <laughs> you can tell that's his favorite
3: um it's also not my favorite and it's
2: important every business should do it regularly
3: and you should time block to look at it yes so that you don't make excuses not to look at it. Any, anyway, um, we were talking about it. and We're like, okay, well, we're, we're – con- because, you know, as a business owner, you always, always want to look like, okay, we're, where can I trim the fat, right?
1: Right, yeah. And you're
3: like, well, do we really need to spend $50 every couple of days at Garcia's? No, we don't. <laughs> 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 and it's so, you know, as a business owner, you're like, oh, just, you know, just swipe the card, right?
4: Yeah, tax deductible. But then we're like, yeah. hey,
3: hey, repack, your seat's over there. How you doing? Do you think we should do that? And him and I both look at each other <laughs> and We're like, no.
2: Repack sweat and half passed out <laughs> of the table like, guys, I can't. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, and I think that's been a huge uh, a huge uh, um, positive influence in the way that we interact as business partners because we don't let that stuff come between us because like w- we can do whatever. Like we, we can stop paying ourselves if we have to. We've right. done it before, right? Like, Not can, that that's the goal. Right, right, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, But there's a power in knowing that, like, you're never going to be worse off than where you came from. Like, we have the skills, the the experience, the time on task. Like, if everything stopped and Repack ceased to exist, we could start over, and I think we would be fine about it. It would suck, right? But, like... I think that's really valuable, and I think that protects our relationship as business partners, mm-hmm. at least from my seat. I don't know.
3: No, I, and I agree with what you say. And I also think and – I've, and I've seen a lot of partnerships, whether I'm close to these people or not, or maybe it's through, it's through, it's through like, the filtered um, version of social media that you're getting. Um, but Josh and I have the ability that we can – like, we can be doing friend stuff, like, hey, we're going to go for a hike, we're going to go grab a beer – and then we can turn around and say, "Okay, we're not those people anymore." We can we have the ability to kind of separate the business from the friendship, which I think is very difficult for a lot of people to do. Yeah. Do I know how we got into that place? I, I don't.
2: I do. <laughs> oh, you excellent. just pre- you just preface any conversation with "This is a business conversation," period, and then you have your business conversation, and then you end your business conversation.
1: Does that mean you can walk on each other if it's a business conversation? Wait, what do you mean? I've heard that like this is just business. So now I'm gonna go ahead and tell you everything that I wanna say and beat you up. Oh in the name of business.
2: <laughs> no.
1: Okay, okay. It okay. normally
3: starts off like, listen, I love you. Um and I'm saying this because it's important. So I right. just need you to hear me out. Right. And then I'll okay, let's yeah.
1: move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a big mushy emotional conversation. No,
3: we don't no. like those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: bad. That's. I think there's a, there's that that fear that emotions in business. How does that how does that work?
2: Uh, emotions are a real human thing, much to my dismay sometimes. Um, and you need to learn how to navigate those things as it relates to business. Uh, we were talking about this yesterday. I think it was. If you're having a bad day and it's something at home and it's personal and you can't work more than 20% of your capacity, take the day off. Go mm. home. You're not serving yourself and you're not serving your business by showing up. Or your being, clients or the people that work yeah. with you. Mm. Yeah. So take, take the whole dang day and reset and come back, right? Like it's, it's having grace and it's allowing emotions to be real within the business space and also knowing where those boundaries are.
4: Mm.
2: I, I think. Easier That's said huge. than done a lot of times, but yeah. especially in real estate because it can be emotional. Yes. And there's always things to do yes all of the things yeah (laughs) taking a day off feels like a chore
3: (laughs) it it does and And
2: until you prep yourself and you have a good team behind you our our team one of one of the things that i'm most proud of about our team is anybody on our team can take a day or uh, two months sean was out for two months like Mm -hmm. you can take a day to two months and your your business within our team is going to keep running because we are a team and we're going to pick up your slack And
3: it's not under the it's it's not because, oh, you're gone and we're doing all the work, you're gonna make less money. That doesn't serve anybody. Mm. No, everything is operating as if you were still here. We got your back, just tell us what you need, give us like prep us up front, and then just don't answer your phone.
2: Right. Mm. Yeah.
3: And I think I think anybody on the team the first time they stepped away, they're sweating, right? And they're like, But what about this? And then a week later they're like, Wow, like I really didn't have to do anything and i I, that's so that's so so rare in real estate and and i'm able to do that too like if i want to go visit my sisters in the lower 48 or take my kids on vacation he's like okay how long are you going to be gone what tell me what's going on where are we at with all the files i cannot turn like don't even put it on do not disturb just leave it off Mm. for the entire two weeks i would not lose sleep (laughs) i would Mm. not experience anxiety at Mm. all and that, I think
0: that's, that's massive no, that's huge. That's really incredible., Especially as an owner, you usually have that that fear that of control and making well, sure things it don't. It don't goes have. back to investments, yeah. right?
3: So if I so he's learned, and then other people on the team have learned, this is this is how we take care of each other, and this is how we help each other have a very good mm-hmm. quality of life. If I don't go on vacation for an entire year,
2: I'm probably
3: a lot less nice...
2: <laughs> it's bad for everybody. <laughs>
3: than, ...than I would be had I taken a couple of weeks of vacation a couple of times a year. In fact, he's like... um when are you taking vacation again? Because I think it's <laughs> right, You
4: should leave.
2: <laughs>
4: just like, a nice way of telling you that
2: slide a couple airline tickets across the table. <laughs> <laughs> a nice way of telling you. Hey, you're getting a little grouchy. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, Lord. Well, to, to circle all the way back to the yeah. middle of our conversation, there there's another metric of success in my book. I mean, holy crap, I got to go to Greece for like two weeks and while I did enjoy working from the beach and having a nice cold beer, I didn't have to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was I was... You know it was a choice right and I think that's 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 success to me It's having the choice to go to work or to take a day off and not mm-hmm. having to do either mm-hmm. um. Or
3: you're going to work from your laptop in your bed, in your pajamas.
2: With Aunt Josephine. Oh, I should qualify. Aunt Josephine's the name of my cat, not my actual Aunt Josephine. <laughs> I was going to say.
1: We, I, took a, yeah. we took a ride. I didn't oh, know we were going down.
2: <laughs> I realized that as it was happening. That's, like, this that's isn't the other podcast. Here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Stay tuned for part two. <laughs> yeah.
2: We could write a novel. <laughs> Josh and Aunt Josephine, the untold stories. <laughs> Oh,
1: Lord. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you, guys. Hundred. did you have anything to add? I think that's good. Yeah. Thank you guys really for listening to us. Uh, yeah, thanks for
2: having us. Babble, it was nice. It was this
1: fun. is awesome. The people are getting to meet and being able to ask these questions because we're curious personally. I love it. Well, yeah. Next time, thanks, come guys. with a
3: list of questions.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
2: And send it to us in, in advance so we can like choreograph like dancing answers. It and wouldn't stuff, be but, as like, authentic. <laughs> I don't want rehearsals. <laughs> um, we we would love to come back. I mean, yeah. I don't know how often you guys are doing these, but please keep us in mind. Awesome, we'd love to have you. Definitely cool. hard to get. Oh right, um, said that. yeah, that's my bad.
1: Josh <laughs> is hard to get. What are you talking about? <laughs> or, <laughs> how long has it been since we just, we're,
2: just well, call me anytime? I'm always available for you. Then Hunter's like seven missed calls later. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll text him. Hey, bud. No, we're in the group <laughs> chat,
3: and I'm like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to text you. You're next on my list.
2: That, that was better. Funny. That is way better than just being straight ignored for
0: weeks. Th- this Hunter, is, Hunter's we recorded bitter. this episode originally. He's, what, be, like he's got, and got and to the point where ago. it's transparent. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he's, he's
2: <laughs> no, yeah. I just... I, I give him crap every time about it. and He's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad friend, and you know this. Yeah. <laughs> you chose this. Time, energy, money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Beautiful. Awesome.